The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. The one-two pitch, ball line to Yout, it's short, he throws, it's over! The Brewers have won the American League pennant! Milwaukee, you have a World Series! Hit in the air... Yount makes a great catch, and Juan Diemus has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history. Swings, and here it is! A base hit in the right center. He's done it. 3,000 for Robin. And there's a drive in the left field. This is hit well, and it's gone! Morgan a smash up the middle, base hit the center. Here comes Gomez around third. A throw and the Brewers win. The Brewers are moving on on a base hit by Nigel Morgan. Here it is. Yelich sends one to right center and deep. Get up, get up, get out of here and go for Yelich. You're cruising for a bruising with me, Andrew Snyder. And me, Adam McGee. As we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers for the Eurostep Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcast. Uh, well, that was a baseball series. Three baseball games were played. And we're a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. So we are down bad. Adam, how are you doing, buddy? I don't know why I asked. I'm terrible, Andrew. I'm really terrible. Uh, that was not fun. That was not fun. I believe I said at the end of the last episode that, you know, they had to, there was no excuses. They had to win the series and really they should be sweeping. Anything other than that is just, you know, last year's Brewers and the kind of things that ultimately cost them. Um, They proceeded to get swept, but they couldn't even do that with the dignity of just, you know, have the doors blown off three days in a row they had to have game three well under control everything's back on track blow that one mike budenholzer just been fired as books coach i'll be talking about that soon on winning six i guess watch out for that um i've been better i've been better andrew when the brewers had a four nothing lead in this baseball game up until the seventh inning. Um, I was 
titling the theme of this podcast. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And now I'm changing it from I'm not mad. I'm depressed as fuck. That's how it's it's turned around. April was so much fun. We didn't see it coming. And uh, it turns out there are things that uh, may have been mirages. Obviously, it's May 4th, uh, I think. Um, May 5th when you're listening to this. So what just happened in the last few weeks, and more specifically this series, does not have to be what the Brewers season ends up being. But it really sucks right now. I will say that <laughs> it's pretty bad to be a fan of an NL Central team right now today as we record this. Because as you looked up for me offline, NL Central teams have now lost 18 games in a row. Uh, the Cubs went into Washington, D.C., lost three of four uh, to the Nationals. The Pirates got swept uh, by the uh, Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field. Uh, the Cardinals, I believe, got swept by the Los Angeles Angels, uh, and they now hold the worst record in the National League. The Reds lost a few in there somewhere, but I remain unconcerned with them. And then here you go, the Milwaukee Brewers get swept by the Colorado Rockies. Uh, I guess for our news and notes injury update segment, we've only got really one thing to say unless I've missed something, but that's that Garrett Mitchell uh, did have his surgery. Craig council left the glimmer of hope that he could return at some point before the end of the season, but it pretty much sounds like he is done for the year, which is what we expected. And uh, the loss of Garrett Mitchell continues to loom large over this team uh, as the offense sputters and uh, the bullpen shows some regression as well. Uh, Anything on, Garrett Mitchell before we get into the games, Adam? No, I'm I'm gonna just highlight you know, cling to Craig Council being like, you know, maybe we'll see how it goes. Maybe he could be back this season. I don't believe it. It doesn't make sense. But right now I'll take any hope I can get. And that was better than us just being like the season was over. And uh, they probably shouldn't consider bringing him back at all this year. <laughs> you know, bigger picture, but um no, I mean, is this progress in terms of our, our injury update segment? This feels like the best it's been yet. Someone we knew was that was going to get surgery had surgery. So I feel like maybe things are on the up, Andrew. Yeah, they're on the up, that's for sure. Um, moving on to the series at hand, the Milwaukee Brewers hit the road, head to Coors Field to take on the Colorado Rockies, who I think you said at the time had the worst record in the National League. Not anymore. Um, in game one, Red Freddie Peralta on the mound against Ryan Feltner, and Freddie worked around uh, some walks and some hits allowed to have you know a, a good a good outing. Uh, six innings pitched, seven hits, two runs, three walks, and ten strikeouts. He was missing bats. He was filthy. He was throwing hard and doing what we've come to expect um, Freddie to do in this season. The Rockies scored first in the third inning, and Ezekiel Tovar home run to left center field made it one nothing. Um, uh, that staked the Rockies to an early lead. Then uh, Elias Diaz solo homer in the fourth inning makes it two nothing Rockies. Uh, the Brewers would answer in the sixth inning. Rowdy Tellez double scores Christian Yelich. Um, Wilden Contreras would follow that up with a ground out to shortstop, scoring Adamas. That's two two. Then in the eighth inning, after a scoreless Yoel Piant seventh, uh, Peter Strzelecki comes on. 
allows a double to start the inning, and then Diaz singles home a run. 3-2 Rockies. The Brewers would not get anything uh, going in the ninth inning. Pierce Johnson closes things out, gets the save, and the Rockies win the game 3-2. So obviously, tough day at the plate, one for nine with runners in scoring position. Um, Five runners left on base, just not being able to get the big hit at the right moment. Um, The positives from this game were Freddie Peralta and him continuing to miss bats. Tyrone Taylor um, also returned to the lineup and and showcased that that throwing elbow is, is feeling pretty good as he cut down a runner at the plate. Um, on a sacrifice fly attempt. Other than that, not much to write home about. Uh, I, I guess other than Rowdy Telez continuing to be the most consistent hitter on this team and the one guy that they can rely on while everyone else is slumping. Yeah, Rowdy's doing Rowdy things. I mean, we, I guess, kind of finished up the last episode talking about we weren't necessarily always excited about the prospect of Tyrone Taylor coming back when all the young guys are healthy and, you know, Sal Freelich hadn't injured his thumb. We still may not have been excited about it. And honestly, this team, the spark that was there early in the year from the young guys, that's kind of worn off. Again, just by way of injuries and Mitchell being out as a major kind of blow to that. And I think if this would have been a good time for Freelich to come and just inject something different and to bring some of that energy again, um, that's not the option. So it became a situation where it's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let's bring Tyrone Taylor back, and I'm quite looking forward to that. Obviously, it's going to take him some time. It's a work in progress, but there were plenty of good signs across this series. Um, he made an impact in all three of the games, one way or another, for the better. And... Yeah, that started with a, a great throw in in game one. And I think that's something, I can't remember if we talked about it on the, the last episode or if that was something we talked about privately. But that defensive alignment makes sense with Weimer out of center. And honestly, it looks pretty good. Like, could be very effective there. Um, I don't feel like the defense particularly in the outfield, has been a Brewers problem at all so far this season. So what difference that'll make, I don't know. But Tyrone Taylor is making high-impact plays there and fitting back in nicely. So hopefully he finds a groove and we can get something looking like the best version of him because right now his team is slumping and they need someone to help them get back out. Uh, That point about defense is something really important, I think, moving forward. Um, and that brings me to game two of the series, Eric Lauer on the mound against Kyle Freeland, because what that does with Tyrone Taylor in right field uh, full time, uh, that means Brian Anderson uh, is at third base and he's been exceptional there this year. And a guy who we like <laughs> a lot for his bat uh, in Mike Brasso has not been good defensively at third base. And that came into play during game two of this series um, and, and really kind of shaped the early portion of that game and, and led to to Eric Lauer struggling uh, in the fourth inning. Bottom of the fourth, Lauer starts the inning um, by striking out Jerickson Profar. Uh, then Chris Bryant reaches on a fielding error by Brasso. Uh, kind of a tough hop, a tough play, but one that I I think Brian Anderson probably makes just because he's more sure-handed there. Obviously, we know he's got the great throwing arm. Uh, CJ Cron follows that error with a double to left. It puts runners on second and third with one out. 
Uh, Elias Diaz, again, singles to right field, scores Chris Bryant, station-to-station baseball moves, CJ Cron to third, and then an Alan Trejo double after um, a Randall Gritchick walk uh, clears the bases. It's 4 nothing after that fourth inning. Uh, Lauer struggled with his command throughout the game. This is something that, you know, we talk about all the time. The funny thing is, is you go to Coors Field, um, and he doesn't allow a home run, but he works uh, four and two-thirds innings, four hits, the four runs, um, four walks, six strikeouts, and uh, a tough outing undone really by one bad inning, and it started with the air, and just unfortunate spot to be put in early in the game, um, and then the offense was just unable to, to come back from that. A Chris Bryant in the ho- homer in the seventh makes it 6 nothing. Charlie Blackman homers in the eighth to make it 7 nothing. Uh, and then the lone run the Brewers would get was on a Tyrone Taylor sacrifice fly in the ninth. They lose this one 7-1. Uh, scoreless work from Elvis Peguero, an ending in the third. Hobie Miller, really tough outing, uh, just records one out, two hits. Um, the homer allowed uh, for two of those runs in the uh, two of those runs late in the game, and then Jake Cousins works an inning in two thirds, gives up three hits, a homer as well, uh, and one run and one walk. So just overall, a bad day for the bats. Uh, o for five runners in scoring position, seven left on base, and some bullpen regression factoring in from guys who had looked really good. I'm zooming through this, Adam. I apologize, just because it's. <laughs> I know you probably don't want to talk about it. <laughs> No, that's that's okay. I, Eric Lara needs to figure something out. Like, very much, the Brewers need that from him right now. It has not been good. I think his, uh, if we're to take a very top line view, his ERA is flattering him because I think what's most concerning right now is just. I mean, this has to apply for the guys out in the field around them. I think it certainly applies to me, and I'm sure the rest of Brewers fans. Right now, there's just no way of knowing what you're going to get from Eric Lauer start to start, which I don't think is really true of any other Brewers starter. Um, even down Brandon Woodruff and without other potential starters available to this point, like Adrian Hauser, like Aaron Ashby, it feels like everyone, Colin Ray included, it's like you can bank on this kind of game and they're generally coming good with that. Um, Lauer has just been very erratic. And to your point, even if you were to kind of predict based on some of the things you've seen and kind of lean into a pessimistic view coming into this series, you're doing like, oh, Lara is going to give up multiple homers. And he doesn't. He comes through course field without that. But it's just, it's not clean work at the moment. He hasn't got command. We've seen games where he really hasn't got any of his pitches working for him, and he's trying to get away true. I don't know if there's no there's no easy opportunity. There's no time to work it out to find it. But the Brewers really, really need Eric Lauer to find something. Yeah, Adam, um, on your favorite website, Fangraphs, um, Lauer obviously a four four zero ERA this year. His expected ERA is six one eight. So yeah, I'll check that. What you see- so what you say about uh, the it flattering him is is definitely true. Uh, also, I think he's had he's got his highest walks per nine and since the COVID year where uh, he only threw eleven innings. Uh, it has not been good lately, and yeah, we obviously loved that start he gave um, against the Mariners, but that has not been the the constant. That has been the outlier. 
and and there's Moving also on. there's there's a knock-on effect too um which is if you don't even get out of the fifth yesterday you get you get a good start i'm going to set you up here andrew so you can move on but you get a good start the next day and you're going to push that to the limit to try and save just how many innings you need from your bullpen try and get something back because jay cousins has had to go the best part of two innings and you brought hobie milner in and that was a disaster as has kind of increasingly happened and i don't blame hobie a whole lot for because the brewers are just working him into the ground early in the season um that's that's part of this too like wade miley has pitched phenomenally well this year Pitching after Eric Lauer right now, you need to do that, though. And I think it's factoring into Brewer's strategy, too, if you can't get through five innings. And honestly, four and two-thirds is better than it could have been and better than we'll probably see in some future starts. And I believe we've already seen him one. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The man you mentioned uh, there, Wade Miley, gave us uh, so much reason to believe earlier today. Uh, always really raw, Adam, recording these podcasts right after the game. Um, yeah, Miley takes the mound um, against Connor Seabold. And Miley, through six innings, was fantastic. Uh, six innings pitched, six hits, three runs. They were all earned and all came in that last inning of work where he didn't record an out, two walks, two strikeouts. But you'll take that for Miley. He, for the most part, did his job. And the lead that the Brewers tried to stake him to was just not enough. And there was opportunities left on the table to possibly uh, extend that lead. Uh, Brewers scored in the first inning. Christian Yelich, a leadoff home run. Rowdy Telez, a home run uh, to right center, 2 nothing after the first. Tyrone Taylor adds his first hit of the season, a home run in the fifth, makes it 3 nothing Brewers. Uh, and then the the sixth, Victor Caratini, um, singles to make it 4 nothing Brewers, scoring Brian Anderson after a triple that he banged off the, the right field wall there. Of course, uh, a reverse unicorn, Adam, uh, it should be noted. Uh, it would have been a home run in 
all 29 other ballparks except for Coors Field. Uh, baseball, excuse me, the cough is back. I said it last time, and now it has finally returned to, to the airwaves. Um, but anyway, the seventh inning is where things would get out of hand for the Brewers. Wade Miley allows a single uh, to Mike Mustakas, who had a couple of really good at-bats against Miley, a former teammate in Milwaukee, obviously, and a former teammate in Cincinnati, Mike Mustakas and Wade Miley, and put put together some good at-bats and, and started that inning. Uh, and then some bad luck kind of factored in. Um, Alan Trejo reaches bunt on a or reaches base on a bunt single that puts runners on first and second with no outs. Then an Ezekiel Tovar double to left scores Alan Trejo and Mike Mustakas. Uh, Craig then goes to the bullpen. Yoel Piamps comes on, uh, induces some soft contact, a jam shot infield single uh, to the right side of the infield. Bryce Terang makes a stellar diving stop and very very nearly throws out Doyle at first, but in the at the end of the day it's an infield single uh and then uh Doyle would steal second almost immediately then the old pineapps box one run home and then and Elias Diaz there's Elias Diaz again he had a great series uh hits a sacrifice fly to right field to score Doyle if Doyle was <laughs> if Doyle um excuse me was slow uh, that would have been Tyrone Taylor's third outfield assist of the series but it was not to be Four four after the seventh, and uh, just a, a combination of Miley getting a little unlucky, especially with them dropping down that bunt. Trejo, not really a uh, a dominant hitter, a guy that you might expect to lay one down in that situation, and, and they weren't prepared for it. And instead, uh, that kick starts an inning that derails this game. Uh, in the eighth inning, Peter Streslecki comes on. He had a tough Friday night as we mentioned, where he allowed a double and then a single immediately to to lose the lead, and this would be no better. Um, single to right field with Ryan McMahon and Mike Moustakis, uh, or single to left field, excuse me, through a drawn-in infield uh, would make it 6-4, scoring Ryan McMahon and uh, Mike Moustakis. Then Elias Diaz hits another sack fly to score Castro to make it 7-4, then a Charlie Blackman single uh, to center, scores Tovar and Doyle 9-4, after the eighth and just a bullpen implosion, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Just, I mean, it doesn't make it any better and we're, we're very fresh off. It's just one of those where, Oh, everything's going wrong now. Um, because even Miley to pitch as well as he did and to, to leave the game, having just given up two runs, that's tough. Didn't get better from there. Um, it did not. Did... Sorry, I'll jump back in. It's all right. It's you're okay. You're just you're eager. I know you. I know you know. I've got stuff to do, and I'm prepared to wallow in this for a while. It's all right. Uh, the Brewers would show some too little, too late fight. Uh, in the ninth inning, Bryce Terang leads off the inning with a walk. Tyrone Taylor then pops out to short shortstop. Luke Voigt. Pinch hits for Joey Weimer and strikes out swinging. Uh, Terang takes second on defensive indifference. Christian Yelich singles and scores Bryce Terang. Uh, Yelich then again takes the the free base at second that the Rockies were more than happy to offer him. Uh, then, excuse me, got him dying in here. Uh, Jesse Winker singles to score Christian Yelich. It's six to nine at that point with Willie Adamas at the plate and Rowdy Telez on deck as the tying run instead. 
uh, Adamas grounds out to second base. Brewers lose nine six a game they should have won, and uh, and now I'm coughing into a microphone. But I have, I, I have, uh, I have my health. That's 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 all that matters. Well, yeah, I mean, interesting to go from the coughing to you having your health, but I sure hope that's true. Let's also hope the Brewers just turn it around, that they find something that we see things start to look up. They, I mean, I don't, I don't want to tread on your your toes here because we'll get to what's up next in a moment. But it's another not so great team. Not that that really meant anything against Colorado, but let's let's hopefully see the Brewers get back to something positive. I mean, the good thing is we talked to the NL Central. They're not losing ground on anyone there right now. Even, honestly, at the top of the National League, it's not doing too much damage. So, right the ship and just pick up where you left off, uh, we'll say, two and a half, three weeks ago. Let's get back to that kind of place, Brewers. Yeah. Um, some positives in the series were Christian Yelich and Bryce Terang bouncing back. Uh, they had been two guys who had been struggling offensively, and they definitely did not in this series. Willie Adamas is in a massive slump, uh, hitting in the middle of the order there, and just slumping like he is 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 really hurting this team. We know how good Willie can be, and the defense he provides up the middle is vital, but getting him back to some version of himself that's we saw just a few weeks ago where he was drawing a lot of walks and still hitting for power. Uh, we'll see how Tyrone Taylor settles into regular playing time again, and if that, you know, that good defense and that power continues. Jesse Winker showing signs of of breaking out of a slump had a pretty good series. Um, one question, and it's not for this episode, Adam, but I, are are we are we a month away for when I have to record a selfie video of me uh asking Keston Hero for an apology? Is are we are we uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna ask Keston Hero for an apology? Yeah, I I advocated very strongly for Luke Voigt all spring. And no, he, and here you, we are. He's gonna ask you for an apology, right? Oh, that's what. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, this this seems bold that a month from now you're gonna be like Keston Hero. I demand an apology. Uh, I was wrong. You're tearing it up. And hey, look, this is a conversation for another time. He is. Literally just walking around a flame. He is that red hot with the sound so far this season. Does that matter? I don't know. He is, you know. Um, I think did you make this that that he's like a quadruple A player? Is is actually his yes. level? Is that like? I think that might be true. So he could come back up, and it could mean absolutely nothing. We could see the guy we saw last year. I'm not really putting any stock in that. Uh, I'd like I'd like some healthy guys. I don't know how close we are, honestly, to a lot of that. We chose a way out. Woody is a way out. I mean, Adrian Hauser, if you could come back and look great and have that sinker working and just ground ball outs left, right, and center, that'd be fantastic. Let's please just give us give us something. Moving on, Adam, to, to the Master Brewer leaderboard. I can slow down my pace. We can talk all day. Uh, 
No, no, it's okay. You keep going. Been uh, rewatching some David Lowry films for a future make time for this episode. Uh, a ghost story. Highly recommend it. Um, anyway, the Master Brewer leaderboard. Uh, Freddie Peralta, six inning pitch, three walks, seven hits. Uh, just the two runs on solo homers, ten strikeouts. Wade Miley, six innings pitch, two walks, six hits, three runs, two strikeouts. Rowdy Tellez, six for 12, a double, a homer, a run, a couple RBI. Nice series for Rowdy. Continues to be the most consistent hitter on the team. Not named Victor Caratini, who, you know, doesn't get to play as much. Is he still leading the team in OPS? I think he might be. Um, I mean, does, does Caratini need to be, like, the everyday DH at this point? Just Or is, does the magic only happen once every three games? Is that the... It's, I think it's that's wild. It, it's wild. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Oh God. Uh he's he's second to Rowdy in OPS. Okay. He's got he's okay. got an eight seventy four OPS, so which is not too shabby. Uh he needed to slog another homer. That would have uh that would have helped. Um Christian Yelich, five for twelve, a walk, a homer, a double. Uh Tyrone Taylor, uh the homer and two outfield assists. This is like a welcome back beer, you know. He had hit some balls hard, uh, only had the one hit to show for it, but played stellar defense in right field and uh, hit that homer and, and had a sack fly. Um, Bryce Terang, four for eight, two walks, one double, continues to play excellent defense at second base. Nice to see him come around with the bat. Just saved off a cough there. There we go. Play through the pain. Uh, leaderboard, Peter Strzelecki and Devin Williams lead the way with seven beers. Brian Anderson and Bryce Wilson have six beers. Christian Yelich, Rowdy Tellez, Wade Miley, Willie Adama, Garrett Mitchell with five. Freddie Peralta, Bryce Terang, Hobie Milner, Yoel Piamps, and Joey Weimer with four. Eric Lauer, William Contreras, Corbin Burns with three. Jesse Winker, Brandon Woodruff, Gus Farland, Javi Garrett, Elvis Poguero, Victor Caratini, Jake Cousins, and Colin Ray with two. Luke Voigt, Mike Brasso, Matt Bush, Owen Miller, Tyson Miller, and Tyrone Taylor with one beer. And, uh, we're, we're starting to see some of that normalization. Adam Rowdy Tellez, climbing the ranks and i think if, if he keeps it up he will be topping this list very soon yeah i think so although i i kind of hope not because if it's just him climbing solo while everyone else around them just fails to go anywhere i don't know if that would be great for the brewers let's let's make it tough for rowdy to catch them rowdy can keep picking up beers himself but come on guys let's let's not just roll over and die for all of May. That would be that would be bad. Adam. Let's look ahead. Baseball's not done just because you get swept in one three game series by one of the worst teams in the league. Also, Quartz Field looks absolutely beautiful. I'd love to attend a game there sometime. Um, but uh, I think it has to not be a Brewers game. With all the with all the trash, at the end was that the part that caught your eye. Oh, I missed that. The trash? Just everywhere. It was like hot dog wrappers and stuff all over, like, the on-deck area. You couldn't move for, like, waste paper. I don't know what was going on, um, but it, it didn't look so great then. Something symbolic about that. Um, moving on to the, the weekend ahead, the Brewers will take on the San Francisco Giants. Corbin Burns against Sean Manaya on Friday at a 9.15 Central start. I will hurry home from PNC Arena after watching hockey to watch some late-night Brewers baseball. Um, 
That brings us to Saturday, 6.15 Central Start, Colin Ray against Alex Cobb. What I'm looking at here now with the SBN shows to be determined for the Brewers. Could that be Adrian Hauser's debut um, against Ross Stripling? A 3.05 Central Start. Then the Brewers will return home for three with the Dodgers and three with the Kansas City Royals. So, terrible start to this road trip. Go into San Francisco, figure some things out, win the series, and then head home um, and go on from there. Uh, got anything else to add, Adam? Do you have any hopes and dreams that you'd like to discuss? Maybe maybe like an hour and a half ago I did. Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. It's, you know, a lot of stuff has happened since then. Uh, but all of my sports teams, except the Packers, who, I mean, they can't hurt me at this time of year. Uh, decided to mistreat me. So, yeah, not being fun, Andrew. Not being fun. But look, things can always look up. And uh, whether they do or they don't, we'll be talking about it. Yeah, and we we need these moments in the season to keep us humble. Uh, not panicking yet. Like you said, not losing a lot of ground in the NL Central because the NL Central is collectively down bad at the moment. Um. You know, uh, thanks for listening if you made it this far. We appreciate you so much. Listen uh, to all of our other podcasts, gspn.info. You can find everything you need to know there. Join the Discord, the Eurostep podcast, Wooden Six podcast, Talk of the Tundra, make time for this. We cover it all, Adam. We cover so many things. If you just have a thought in your brain, think of something. Think of a thing. We probably have a podcast about that thing. I steal my job. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Adam. <laughs>